Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Pastor Bob conducts personal interviews with Christian influencers from around the globe, helping Christian authors, recording artists, CEOs, entrepreneurs, nonprofit leaders, and yes, pastors and ministry leaders to get the word out about what they are doing to impact the world with the gospel. Our podcast has been rated in the top one half percent of all podcasts in the world by ListenNotes.com, so you know your message will be heard. Now, here is your host with today's interview, Pastor Bob Thibodeau. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to the Kingdom Crossroads podcast today. We're so blessed that you are joining us. You know, I have guests come on this program all the time. I do between three, five, and sometimes six interviews each week. And I've noticed recently that many guests are discussing the end times, the book of Revelation, and things happening around the world. You know, there is a spiritual awakening happening right now in the body of Christ that the day of the Lord's at hand. And for some, you know, they'll deny such things and they blame it all on climate change or Russia or China. And some blame Donald Trump for everything. But for believers, true believers, they don't blame anyone but the devil. Praise God. And I'm telling people almost on a daily basis that none of these things really worry me. Not one, not inflation, not COVID, not wars, not crime in the streets. Why? because I see prophecy coming to pass right before my eyes. And and I know how it all turns out. Praise God. Don't shoot me down when I'm preaching good. Yes. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It does concern me, but my hope rests completely in Jesus. Amen. And our good friend, Tom Donnan is back today, discuss more things that deal with all these same issues. The Lord shares these things with Tom through dreams and visions. and, And he's back today to share some recent things the Lord has shown to him and and how they are coming to pass. Not some distant point in the future, but right now, every single night on television, you can see it for yourself. Praise God. Help me welcome back to the program, our good friend, Tom Donna. Tom, thanks for taking the time to come back and visit with us today. I do appreciate it. Hey, Pastor Bob. Thank you for having me. We always uh, have a good conversation, and it seems as though things are really... um, Speeding up like we were talking about just yeah. a second ago. Amen. Amen. You know, over over the last two years or so, I mean, we've talked about, you know, our need to have a strong foundation in the Lord. And, and, and the question now is, other than getting born again, is there time left for people to build a type of strong foundation in their relationship with Jesus? I mean, you recently had a warning dream of earthquakes, shaking, and chaos. Share some things with us that, that you've been seeing. Well, that was that was pretty incredible. I got to uh, uh, define this for the listener is that uh, I have these dreams that it's like I'm living them. You no, know, they come with such detail. And so uh, I tend to remember them pretty easily. And so the, the thing about the earthquake, the shaking and the chaos that seemed to come step by step is that it, it began when I was out in the um, let's say a park area, nice grassy lawn. And for some reason in the dream, I could see uh, the downtown Chicago skyline. Beautiful. Have you ever seen like the Wizard of Oz, you know, when she's going <laughs> towards the, the Emerald City, you know, that's what it seemed like um, is that I could see downtown like that. And I'm sitting there on a metal folding chair, which was kind of unusual. And I don't know why it was a metal folding chair, but uh, for now, uh, that's the way it was. And uh, then the ground started to, to move. It moved in a funny way, not like in an earthquake, but it's almost as if 
there was cracks erupting in different pieces of ground that were moving upward, uh, sometimes two, three, four feet up into the air. And I thought, what in the world? You know, what happens is that when you are introduced to something that you've never had experience of or people haven't had the experience and they haven't shared it with you, you don't know what to do. And so mm -hmm. this is what's happening. I'm like stunned. I, I don't have anything to draw on to understand. And then finally, I realized I have to get off of this lawn area. And so that's when I realized, oh, these cracks in the ground are now two feet wide. And I'm jumping from one area to another. And if I needed, I could have used a chair in order to bridge some of the gaps uh, if they were too wide. Eventually, I got myself out of the park area and into the bedroom community. And I kind of like sheltered there for, for some reason. It was more solid there only temporarily. <laughs> yeah. And so that's an interesting uh, aspect. Because what was happening is that people were moving their possessions out of their houses and then the house was empty. And for some reason, I needed a shovel. Now, the shovel is an interesting symbol for working the ground. And what does Jesus say? You know, it's the soil of our hearts, right? So when I when I see a shovel, I am, I'm thinking about uh, working the soil. And uh, so I have to go into this house that has already been vacated. But I go in there and I find a short-handled shovel. And uh, as I step out of the house, it sinks down into the ground. So up to the roof. It means mm. that uh, the ground swallowed up. You remember in 2008, 2009? No, when we had that problem with the, the finances where they said we're just hours away from a world collapse. Yep. Well, what happened then? That the people's uh, had their mortgages. They became upside down in their mortgages yep. and they were underwater and people just walked away from their homes because they, they just couldn't take care of it. And it seems as though these houses, this house was being swallowed up like that. Hmm. where they couldn't live there and they moved all their earthly possessions out and then the house was just swallowed up by somebody else or something else. And so that was a pretty scary thing because as I stepped out the front door, it literally sank into the ground, which was, I'm thinking, wow, I'm glad that I had gotten out of the door. Yeah. And so that was, uh, that was pretty scary, but then it escalated. Now um, this area that I see the dreams often is uh a place where I had influence um, when I was working, my service territory for uh, Otis Elevator was from like Western Avenue to Cicero. And that's where my sphere of influence was. So as I'm looking at this, this is where I am. I am at, which I often think about, okay, you know, like right now we have a sphere of influence, right? Yep. So we're using this opportunity to be able to reach out to people and so, but the next step was, is that I'm in Little Company of Mary Hospital. I'm downstairs. There are people that I know. I'm, I'm seeing people that I know because I work there. And um, they're feverishly working to try to get things back on the shelves because things were knocked down. And as I am looking around, there was a shock wave that hit a lateral uh, wall to my left. And of course, it was a thick concrete wall, Right. That, that lateral wave hit that wall and knocked me off my feet, but not to the ground. And it was like a shock. Everybody is shocked. They don't know what to do. How bad is it going to get? Is it going to continue? Right. And then when there wasn't a, any more damage or any more activity, then I decided, well, it's time to go above ground. So that's when it starts getting interesting. That's when it gets into the next dream or the next segment. Mm. And so when I get up there, I realize, man, there's no cell communication. You know, the cell phones aren't working. People are getting in the chaos. And uh, uh, also, too, this is that 
there was like a coat room. You know, dreams are interesting, aren't they? I mean, you get these symbols that just come out of nowhere. But there was windows that were in the atrium to the exit that uh, showed revelation. The revelation was is that there was coats there. I was going to need a coat. I didn't care who owned that coat. I was going to need a coat. And so I found one that fit. And I wound up leaving with the coat. And um, then I get out into the, the normal area. And somebody waves at me that's in a car. And I'm thinking, well, somebody's here to pick me up, right? But there's people all over the place. They're walking aimlessly. They're right in shock. They don't know what to do. It hasn't hit them yet. And so I'm kind of waving at them. And this is where um, they realize they come, they come up to pick me up. They get right up there and they go, oh, I don't know this guy. Right. And so they take off. Right. So there, but let me digress a little bit. There was another scene where there was in a grocery store and people were panicking and it was just cash only because nothing was working. And the woman that was checking people out didn't have any idea what had happened in the community. So when I, I had that reiterated several times wow. until she realized, oh, oh, this isn't good. Right. But here's the interesting part is that when I was standing back there and that car came to pick me up and um, they realized, oh, I don't know this guy. And they just, brushed the doorway with their front left fender or right fender, uh, I heard someone speak to me. You know, it was the, it was an audible voice in the dream. And it says time to separate yourself. Mm. And that's when I woke up and it was the end. Now, wow. isn't it an interesting phrase? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Time to separate yourself. Yeah. So, Amen. So you have all this chaos going on. And so the thing is, is that it's not good to be out in the open. It's not good to be in, in groups. Um, there is uh, different kind of activities that is going on. And so I realized, okay, it's time to come home and to allow the, the natural stuff take place until a new time. And what will be that new time? I don't know. You know, when we did the pandemic, you remember the pandemic story? Yeah. No, where there was three waves. Well, at the end of that dream, I could see, ah, it's over. Time to go back and live in life. This time I don't see. I don't see yeah. this this time. Oh, wow. no! And yeah. that concerns me a little bit. How long yeah. will that chaos be going on? Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, that's could, not a good look at it from the point of view where, you know, I, I did an interview earlier this week. This guy has a podcast called The Last Christian Podcast, and he his point of view is, uh, you know, as soon as that last person that will ever be born again is born again. Jesus says it, we're done, you know, because why keep going? You know, when once there is nobody else in the world out of seven and a half billion people that is going to receive Jesus as a savior, and he knows who it is, when that is done, it's done, you know, and maybe, you know, this is the, you know, the, the time to separate yourself. It's like, it's time to focus on you and yours and what it what will be will be. I mean, you know, that's that's a that's a that's a pretty dramatic ending. If you, if you, it was, you know, that's that, wow. Yeah, it was concerning. I because yeah. you know I like to see down the road, and that mm -hmm. gave me no indication of what was going to be happening yeah. next until yeah. about what three weeks later. Uh, three weeks later, I had another dream that uh, indicate uh, during that uh, season. But let me tell you something that I did, I found out about when I was down in Florida. And that is, is that uh, the church down there, uh, Fort Myers First Assembly, they have focused their attention on soul winning. Amen. Now, you have to understand that this church is, 
they give more commissions than any other assembly of God in the country, right? Okay, so they're already into this. But yet, each service, they're now, uh, how would you say, evangelizing. Isn't this isn't interesting? Because uh, uh, the majority of the people that are there have received salvation. But yet, of course, there's there, the online service. You don't know who you're reaching. Right. But still, people were being saved in the service. And I'm thinking, this is like really interesting. So the focus is on uh, soul winning. Amen. And I think this is the season that we're coming in, just like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we've been talking for a couple of years about, you know, acceleration. And I mean, we're here, you know, it, it, you're always told, like, if you're running a race, don't let up until you cross the finish line. You know, you don't see the finish line and then start coasting, you know, you push it, push it, push it until the race is done. And then you can rest. And I, that's, I think we're, we've rounded that curve and we are shooting for the finish line right now. Well, yeah, the timeline is something that, uh, you know, we, the Lord doesn't give us that. Right. But I, I've kind of slowed down, you know, because we've been trying to shake people, trying to get them ready, to get them on that strong foundation of Jesus Christ. And I like the Psalm 107. Psalm 107 is that when they get down to the bottom of this house, they cry out to God. And when they yeah. do that, uh, Jesus steps up and, and reinitiates the, the, the um, relationship. But what we're, we've been talking about is, is that preparing yourself, preparing your finances, preparing your relationships. And I, I will say, I thought to myself just recently, you know, we've done what we've, we have hoped to try to do is get people ready. But now it's so far down the road. I don't know that there's time. The relationship right. can be restored, but I don't know if there's how much time there is for that foundation where you yeah. come through it well. Yep. That's what we've been Amen. trying to get them to do, get, to get that foundation so that they can come through this time right now uh, in a good situation by the Lord's guidance uh, and blessing. And so that's a, you know, what do we, because the list never stops. You know how you and I, we get a list, right? right. Okay. Amen. You know, and so the, the list never stops. I mean, it just keeps, yeah. all right. So you get like two items that the world is dealing with and, you know, and those don't end, but then there's a third and a fourth item. And then those don't end. And then there's like a fifth and a sixth item. I mean, it just keeps on getting more complicated, Amen. keeps on getting yeah. more difficult. And then Russia invades, you know, to Ukraine. And that starts a whole bunch of stuff that I'm sure people aren't aware of yep. you know, that are going to be coming even further, uh, you know, just a little bit down the road. The death of the petrodollar is something that we're seeing happening right now, but it hasn't hit us in the pocketbook hard yet. But man, come the fall, I'm I'm wondering what in the world's going to happen in the fall. Yeah, Amen, Amen. I mean, we we talked before about you know the Russia China connection, and and now the two of them have teamed up with Iran. So you have the the enemy from the north of Israel, you have the enemy from the east of Israel, which is China, the two hundred man million man army, and now you got Persia in the Bible. Iran's referred to as Persia coming in from the South. I mean, you know, there's going to be something that happens uh, that either Israel may, you know, give Ukraine weapons or so whatever is going to, it's going to tick them off. And since the three are now on this Alliance together, I mean, there, I mean, we see Zeke, the, the, the setup for Ezekiel 38 is happening right now. I mean, you can't deny it. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, it's, and it's not going to be pretty. 
You know, yeah. it, it is not going to be pretty, but it's there. It is happening. And, you know, everyone said the Bible is very clear that Israel be left alone. You know, now the United States has been the hovering force over Israel to protect it for all these yeah. years. But from what we've seen with the current administration, they have a desire not to be involved in things. As you can see in Ukraine, we we had given Ukraine assurances that if they were ever attacked, we'd be right there for them. That didn't happen. You know, we gave Afghanistan assurances that, you know, we'll make sure that, that the Taliban never come back to power, blah, 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 transition, smooth transition. That didn't happen. And now with the uh, alliance between Russia, China and Persia, it's just going to take one little thing and they're going to come against Israel. And based upon the past history, the United States says, hey, you know. We'll, we'll, we'll support you. We'll send you some money, but we're not going to come over there and put boots on the ground. And there you go. There's the Ezekiel 38 war right there. It's scriptures fulfilled yeah. where Israel's left all alone. Nobody comes to their aid. Yeah. I mean, here we are. Folks, if you, if you don't understand this, you're spiritually blind. And that's what Tom is trying to do. That's what the Lord is doing through Tom, giving him these visions to share with you that these things are happening right now. You know, Jesus spoke in parables and analogies and things like that. And that's what these visions are, you know, because yeah. the ground is shaking underneath us right now, literally and figuratively. And I'm sure Tom yeah. will get into more of the literal stuff here in a minute. <laughs> well, we touched on some pretty good items right there. No. And some of the items that um, uh, are important is you're, you're referencing the Ezekiel 38, 39 war, which is a huge thing in prophecy. Right. Yeah. So as I'm getting ready yesterday, uh, um, I'm going over to YouTube to see if there's fresh material. And yes, there was. Mm. It was a short clip about in Israel, how they are crying out to have the Passover lamb today. They want to sacrifice a Passover lamb on oh, the steps wow. of the of the um, temple that they have there. They want to, they're, you know, they're. I don't know that they're going to do it because I tried to look at it this morning. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're going to do it, but they're crying for a literal animal sacrifice um, for today. Mm. The other thing that was huge is the discovery of the quarry that they brought the stone out to build the temple. Now there is this heightened um, expression to uh, start the rebuilding of the temple, mm. which now shows more of this timeline. Yeah. It's so uh, unless God uh, slows things down or gives us a reprieve, you know, we're marching headlong into uh, the book of Revelation yeah. and these end time scenarios, which is like really, really scary uh, because, you know, I don't want life to end. I like living life. But in that scenario, you know, where it gets closer, you know, you get a couple more of these trials and tribulations, and then it gets closer, and then it's affecting more people, you know, and sooner or later, like we said before, uh, it, we're all going to be in it. We're yeah. all going to be affected by it sooner or later. Yeah. You know, and that's the scary part. And then, of course, now, what's hitting home is that one of the other topics is, is that the price of gas, right? Gasoline. That's a. I just heard that there's going to be a surtax. I was listening to it yesterday. Mm. Amazon's going to have a surtax of their items being shipped because oh, they wow. can't absorb the price of of the gas. Yeah. No, and so that is going to have ramifications on all kinds of scenarios. 
So the people who are barely making it by financially, right? You know, their discretionary money is being sucked up here or there. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're going to see other people that are, see, they're being shook. You know, what's going to happen there? And then, of course, you got rent prices that are going through the roof. Yeah. No. So uh, we've talked about the homeless before, but it seems as though there could be an increase in homelessness, which is like bizarre because we got trillions of hours being printed up, but they're not helping the uh, the folks. That's right. Amen. Amen. You know, you got all these things. There's a I've been I've been following cryptocurrency for the past couple of years, and now governments of the world are beginning to print or mint their own cryptocurrency. And there's even talk now in our government that they're going to develop the U.S. dollar cryptocurrency and eventually replace all of the physical dollar bills and coins and all that. And everything will be through cryptocurrency. Now, just think about that. You will not be able to what? Buy or sell without the mark of the beast. And if they decide, you know, all this stuff is taking, and they'll be able to track every trend when you get gas, when you pay for a haircut, when you all be done through this cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. And they'll be able to track everything you do. But think about what happens. We've talked before about comets and meteors and asteroids and, you know, all that. If the power grid goes out, what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. There's no dollar bills floating around. Everything's shut down. There is no electric grid. And without the electric grid, there's no cryptocurrency, you know? And I believe, uh, I want to say it's China. It could be China or Russia. One of the two over there. They flipped the switch. So there was no, none of this trading stuff going on right now. You know, it it might be China because they're trying to control everything over there, but I can't remember Mm -hmm. which one it was. But that's you know that's all the guys do is flip the switch. Your internet's cut off. It's done. Well, you know. Uh, okay, so it's getting kind of like scary. This is what you're bringing out, right? Okay, so look at what happened up in Canada. If they if you did something that they didn't like, then what happened is that they they seized your accounts yeah. that easily. They just went in and they saved your account. Now I listened to Glenn Beck uh, just two days ago when he was interviewing that pastor that stood up against them, right uh, up in Canada. And he was he was telling the listeners about what he had to endure, and when he was uh, in prison, it it was terrible. But yet in prison, people were chanting. The prisoners were chanting, you know, release the pastor, release the pastor, right? Because mm-hmm. they know that he didn't do anything to deserve being in jail. Sounds like one of the apostles, doesn't it? Amen. No? Amen. That's right. Yeah. Amen. So he's endured all kinds of hardships because he would not bow to um, their narrative. But yet uh, you see where even in Australia, it's quieted down. You don't get a whole lot of information over there. You would think that with the decline of the seriousness of COVID that they would relax. But some places are not relaxing. This is all telltale warning signs of what is to come when when the uh, Antichrist shows up and the buying and selling. How easily how easily they can control people by doing that. And it's all set up that blockchain technology. That's pretty interesting. And now governments are on the verge of being able to use that. Yep. Amen. Amen. Well, there, there is 
you know, I mean, all this is pretty intense things that are happening soon or beginning to happen soon. And, and again, just like Jesus said, they'd be happening immediately prior to his return. You know, and, and like I said, we hardly ever have a session like this. We don't talk about earthquakes and volcanic eruptions and, and signs that the Bible is clear will be taking place in the end times as well. Have you recently seen what's been happening out in the Azores Islands? I was shocked. I oh, was shocked. man. I checked this morning um, uh, to see if there was any uh, follow-up, but there wasn't. You know, remember what happened with Iceland, right? Mm-hmm. With Iceland, they were having thousands of little microquakes and stronger quakes, and then they had that unbelievable eruption that went on for a long time. And then you had the Canary Islands that went on the same thing. And then what what do we have? St. Vincent in the Caribbean. Yeah. You know, where it started to have the the, uh, earthquakes. Well, now in the Azores, 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 Azores. um, they uh, had, what, 27,000 microquakes in a single 24-hour period. One day. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty serious. Golly. Get ready. Get yeah. ready. So they're anticipating that there's going to be a volcanic eruption there. Yeah. And so uh, it seems to be in these places that are kind of like obscure or quiet. They've been quiet for a long time. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Oh, I, I, again, the shaking is taking place. And we've talked before about what's going on out in Yellowstone. I mean, there's shakings going on out there in Yellowstone and and is has been kept quiet because they don't want anyone to, you know, become fearful, but it hasn't been shaken like this in centuries. And if yeah. uh, Yellowstone is what what's a, like a mega volcano, something like super, super volcano. And if it blows half the United States is gone, Yeah, you know, and, and they don't want people to, Oh, shh, don't say nothing about that. You know, because yeah. if it happens, it happens. We can't do anything about it anyway. You know, so no need to get everybody scared. You know, yeah, absolutely true. Yeah, but it, again, I go back to you know, this is written in the Bible that all these things will take. There'll be a blackening of the sun. Well, you get all that volcanic ash from a super volcano up in the atmosphere. There is going to be a blackening of the sun, and the moon's going to turn blood red. You know, so I mean, yeah. there, there you go. Amen. Hey folks, Pastor Bob here. We're all out of time for today's portion of this great interview with Tom Donnan. I enjoy it every month when Tom comes on as we discuss current events as it relates to Bible prophecy in the news. And and if you've been paying attention to our interviews over the past couple of years, you know the things we've talked about two years ago are starting to happen. You know that we have been talking about what the Bible has to say about the day and time in which we live. And you know We are pushing the narrative that the soon return of Jesus is very, very near. So you need to prepare now because there may not be a tomorrow. Amen? Now, the good news is this is just part one of a great two-part interview. So you need to return for this next episode because we're going to get into a lot more detail on things that I guarantee you've been seeing this happening on the news. And we're putting the pieces together in a a logical order that can only leave one conclusion. This world is getting ready to see the return of the Messiah, and it is not going to be pretty for unbelievers. The believers, praise God, we're going to be yanked out of here in a moment's notice. I mean, it's just going to be so quick, and those left behind are going to be so perplexed 
this whole world will fall apart. You definitely want to get on board with what is happening. Amen. So come back for this next episode as we conclude this great interview with Tom Don. Until then, this Pastor Bob reminding you, be blessed in all that you do and look up for your redemption is drawing near. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Kingdom Crossroads Podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast so you can be notified when another episode is published. With over 800 interviews and 1,000 published episodes, Pastor Bob is known as a podcasting expert for helping others to create their own podcast to share their messages with the world. Please visit our website at www.podcastersforchrist.com. That web address again is www.podcastersforchrist.com for more information. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do. Are you a Christian entrepreneur, coach, or author with a message that needs to be heard? Picture this, your voice reaching thousands, your story inspiring hearts, and your business flourishing like never before. Introducing Faithcasters, the ultimate platform that connects faith-driven professionals like you with the power of podcasting. Become a sought-after guest on Faith-Based Podcast. Share your unique insights and connect with like-minded individuals who share your passion for faith and entrepreneurship as well. Imagine your expertise reaching a wider audience, expanding your network, and propelling your business to new heights. Well, it's all within reach with Faithcasters. So don't wait. Take the first step today on your journey to greatness by visiting our website at faithcaster.org. That's faithcaster.org. Join the Faithcasters community now and unleash the full potential of your faith-driven enterprise. You do not want to miss this opportunity. Faithcasters, where faith meets podcasting and your dreams become reality. Visit faithcaster.org. Let's soar together. And remember, anyone can be a podcaster, but only a Christian can become a faithcaster. Faithcasters, your voice, your platform, your success.